0: DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 the zone. We're joined now by Aggie head coach Blake Anderson. He's on the Smart Rain guest line. Best of State award winner Smart Rain is having an end of season sale on their irrigation smart controller. Save 50% off each smart controller you buy. Offer available to all commercial property zone listeners. Visit smartrain.net to schedule a demo today. Coach, good morning. Good morning. Coach, I can just imagine your team meetings. You know, you were 2 and 0 and you were happy the guys fought back, but you're them, "Now let's let's get off to fast start, get out in front, control the game and they just toy with you and fall behind by double digits 3 times and rally every time." You've coached a long time, but there's no way you've been through something like these first 3 games, am I right?
1: No, no, you're right. We I mean, we've come from behind before, but but to stack 3 in a row, double digit um, you know, comebacks have not been a part of that in my career. Love, love the fact that our guys are, you know, just resilient and continue to fight and don't panic. You know, I, I think if you you watch just the faces and the attitudes on the sideline, it, it just man, it makes you feel good about what we're building because at some point you, you, you're um, when it continues to happen on a weekly basis, you would think they're going to crack, they're going to get frustrated. You know, guys are going to start. Uh, you know kind of getting outside of what we what we ask and they just haven't I mean they've been great they've been phenomenal and continue to battle and kind of believe in what we're doing and we're able to scrap and claw our way back into it it is stressful as all can be but <laughs> but uh but man to be 3-0 and considering who we've played and coming out of you know a season that they came out of last year I could not be prouder of the group of guys that we're coaching
2: yeah, you speak of that season last year, and as I'm watching that Air Force game, and thanks for the way you guys have been playing because it's been wildly entertaining, and I just want to be entertained, and you guys have done that, and I appreciate that. But as I'm watching the game, you know, I, I can't ask you to speak on last year because obviously you weren't there, but we were here, and we've been watching Aggie football for a good long time, and, there, and the spirit and the competitive toughness and all that clearly was missing, and that's nothing I want you to address. Rather, I want you to address... The spirit and competitive toughness this year, because it seems to me, you take a kid like Bowling just catching some early passes over the middle and knowing he might get clobbered, but just the toughness and the desire to compete speak on that.
1: Yeah, we, that's what we focused on since day one of getting here. You know, you you really don't know the talent of the of the league. Honestly, don't know how our talent compares to other teams and, and people that are going to play. So we just focused internally on trying to. Prepare the, you know, just the mentally and phys- physically toughest team we could. Prepare to play sixty minutes, which, which clearly we've been able to show the ability to play fast for sixty minutes. And and just we we focus on being one degree better every day, and we do that with three things in mind: selfless attitude, team first. We talk about toughness, both mental and physical, that, and then accountability—doing your job, doing your job the best you can. And we've kept it very, very simple. We have just poured into these guys on and off the field to build relationships. The guys that we brought in that were new, the guys that were here before, and just said, man, we can, you know, we can be whoever we want to be. Uh, they've bought in. They've done a phenomenal job. And I think what you're seeing on the field is a group of guys that are excited about how we're doing things on a daily basis, that want to prove that, that you know, that last year was not who they were, that it, there's a lot of factors involved. And just are hungry to go out and, and play together every week and that's guys that were here before and guys that came in and chose this place in you know, in, in January or chose this place in the summer. Uh, they've gelled really well. It has become a very tight knit group of guys and it all I think it all plays to the culture that we've been creating since January, both in football and in the off season with Paul Jackson and strength staff. And it's given us a chance to be competitive every week. I'm I'm really I love the environment that we have every day, and it's it's a great foundation to build on for the future. But we're seeing the benefits of that late in the game when it gets crazy, and when it gets tight, they're still able to play together and pull together and do what we ask. And you know, we're finding a way to win games. And, and I'm, I'm glad you're in, in <laughs> entertained because I'm stressed out.
2: So. <laughs> sure, I just you're sit back and watch big plays left and right.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nah, I mean, I do have. I, there is a level of confidence that we, we have guys that can and will make those plays. But, but knowing they can and seeing them do it, I mean, the, the strip fumble, the interception coming out of the end zone, the big catch over the middle, whether it be DT or Brandon Bowling or, or Griff or, or the big run, I mean, you, you, you see those things in practice and you know they're capable. But it always comes down to being able to be calm enough, prepared enough, and ready when that opportunity presents itself in a game when it's a one score or two score game late. And and that's the that's where you really get excited is when those guys are able to do that when it matters most. And we've come up with those plays three weeks in a row against really good opponents to, to get wins that um a lot of cases, you know, you get close, you just don't get it done.
0: Blake Anderson, Utah State coach, joining us after the win over Air Force. I, you know, PKN and have been doing the show for almost twenty years now, and as you can imagine, we have had a lot of smoke blown our way in you know various sound bites, interviews, quotes. And to a certain degree, you get it because people have to say stuff. But you said something a couple weeks ago, and I wondered: is he blowing smoke, or is there something really weird going on? And you were talking about how. You knew you wanted Bonner to start, but you couldn't tell Peasley why he wasn't starting. And I'm like, well, is he just soft-selling it so the backup doesn't feel bad? But that Air Force game, I saw your dilemma on full display. You get pretty good quarterback play from two different guys, and Bonner takes a nasty hit, and Peasley just comes in and just starts throwing touchdown passes. No wonder you struggled with what to tell him.
1: Yeah, well, the other thing that, that you know the public can't see is, is the work that Peasley gave the program from January to a fall camp. You know, really, Bonner with the injury with a broken foot missed the entire spring, the entire summer. Now, I've got five years of history with him, so I knew what to expect. But you cannot just discount the leadership and the work ethic that we got out of Peasley. So there's, you know, you've got to honor that. you got to respect that. you got to show the team that you appreciate it. So that, that puts you in a position where he's got to get every opportunity to be the starter. And then, as you saw, he can do some amazing things with his athletic ability out in space. And I don't really want to play two quarterbacks all the time. I've seen where that can be. We've been successful that way uh, at times, but but I think there's something to giving a guy a chance to get some rhythm. But keeping him involved and giving him a role played off big the other night because when Bonner did go down and he got to a point where he could not turn on the ball and throw it, Peasley was ready. He had every... I think he'd done everything all week to prepare as a starter, and we went out and did not miss a beat. and He made some huge plays down the stretch to help us win that game. You can, yeah, you're right. You can see we've got two quarterbacks with their own kind of unique skill set that make them good at, at, at certain things, and they're they're difficult to defend in, in different ways, and, and we, we've had to use both of them to, to win three games.
2: Air Force offensively, obviously, they were in the triple option. They did that very well, ran for whatever it was, 400 some yards. I don't I don't have the stats in front of me. But a bunch. Yeah, a bunch. obviously. But I was surprised that Daniels is setting personal records in the first half, throwing the ball. And it's kind of a weird question, but how much of their, of their ability to run the ball effectively contributed to that passing success that they had, and, and how much concern do you have going forward?
1: Well, I, I thought we got way – Way focused on the triple and and really did some very uncharacteristic things in the throw game. Uh, We got better later in the game when we just kind of settled down and just said, hey, we're going to play a guy man-to-man and just cover the dude. You're so caught up in what's happening in the backfield. We absolutely lost our mind in the back end and, and turned guys completely loose. We got them off schedule about seven times in the first half and did not respond well in any 2nd and 17, third and 11s, 3rd and 10s, places that you want to get Air Force. But we were so, I think, caught up on, on assignment, triple option assignment football that we did very, very, uh, you know, I don't know, undisciplined things in coverage areas and, and, and let them off the hook every single time. We finally made some plays later in the game. We won the fourth quarter on both sides, offensively and defensively. But it really just kind of came down to simplifying and getting down to just playing normal football and kind of getting the whole triple option thing out of your head to some degree. Uh, they did a phenomenal job, I thought, schematically at getting to the, to the counters off of each thing. To, you know, you take one thing away, they go right back to something else and create another problem. And, and a lot of yards, but at the end of the day, we, we, we found a way, you know, they found a way to make a stop when we had too late, create a turnover late when we had to to, to seal it.
0: So now you get the Broncos. the If not the big dog in the Mountain West, certainly the road to the title has gone through. you got to beat them if you want to win it. They don't win it all the time, but they win a lot of them. And it's a 10 a.m. game. How much do you change things for this uh, early kickoff? How much do you have to change things going from Air Force's offense to Boise State? It seems like everything's new this week.
1: Yeah, you know, it's clearly offenses will not look the same. You know, I think we we have at least seen – you know, with North Dakota, you know we, we saw a lot of the bells and whistles of motions and tight ends and different sets. With with Washington State, we saw spread ball. So I think you get a little bit of both of those with them. Um, 10 a.m. We practice in the morning all fall camp. You know, our guys really are, are used to getting up and rolling. I, I love the idea of getting up, eating breakfast, and then and then teeing it up. You don't have a whole lot of time to think about it. You just get out there and go. So. The challenge will be all the bells and whistles that we'll see from their offense, and then they've got they've got a defense that's built you know built really really well. It'll be a huge challenge for for our offense we've they will be the best defense that we've seen uh hands down to this point uh out of all and we've and I feel like we've seen some good folks so uh the challenge is going to come in being able to execute against good people
2: when new coaches come in, they all have their philosophies and the way they speak the way they act and all that stuff and how important is it now? You've been saying stuff. You preach to the players. Everybody's got their own style. But now as you, as a new coach with these kids, now you have some success to back it up. So it's not empty words that you're preaching. How important is that? Because I've found in covering college football for many, many years, players don't believe in a coach. It's almost to the point where the talent's are relevant.
1: Yeah, you got to get them to buy in. And then it does help that that you see some success with what we're doing you know we we felt like going into the season that these kids had done everything we'd asked to do and we've been preaching play hard for 60 minutes our conditioning is going to you know going to be uh huge for us in the, in the fourth quarter if you just continue to battle and chase the ball and play with great effort man good things are going to happen but if you go out and you're sitting here oh and three or or one and two with that philosophy it's a lot harder to swallow but what you're seeing for us, is man, they're starting to see the things that we've talked about and preached every day, and challenged them with starting to see those things actually pay big dividends in the game, and and that's when the light bulb goes off, and, and guys are like, hey man, let's give a little bit more. This this is this has got a chance to be special. So, um, I mean, we're I think we're sitting in, in in a great spot to to be year one, foundationally just trying to build this thing for the future, and and we're having a lot of fun. Watch the guys. Start to figure this thing out, but they uh, they've they've done the hard work, I and mean, They they have they have sacrificed and bought in, uh, but it, it does help that we've seen some early success because I think it kind of fuels the fire a little bit.
0: Saturday, ten a.m. We are looking forward to a coach big game early in the year. We're intrigued by it. We'll uh, talk to you again next week. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Blake Anderson, Utah State football coach, join us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. When you have two quarterbacks, you have none. Strike that cliche in the case of the Aggies. They got two quarterbacks. Yeah, I never bought that. If you have two mediocre quarterbacks, you know what you have? Two mediocre quarterbacks? Yes. <laughs> they have two good quarterbacks. Different, but
2: yeah, they both made some big plays. Uh, it's never been more important to have quality quarterbacks because injuries happen, so... Obviously, it happened to Bonner. I thought they should have flagged the kid. It seemed like it was way late and blindside and all that stuff. Uh, but nevertheless, Peasley's got some experience here. Just, this, is, this is the biggest game they've had in years, man. Biggest game since they've been in the Mountain West? Well, they've been in the
0: Mountain West Conference title game, so I can't say that. But it's a big game. It is a big Who game. Who did
2: they play in a Mountain West title game? Is it Fresno. Fresno.
0: Yeah, you know, they played Fresno Yeah,
2: Fresno. And, that, and that supersedes it for sure, because they could have won that thing. But It's still a big game. Under this new coach and what he's trying to build yep. here, you go 2-0 and oh with uh, victories over these two teams, and obviously Boise, man, that's just gigantic. Okay, biggest game since Blake Anderson has been in Logan. Can't argue with that. You got me. <laughs> you called it. That's a bold take i take
0: Kenny and That's strikes again. played
2: before noon on a Saturday. <laughs> You've narrowed it down. In September. Who are you, Todd Graham? <laughs> nice. Nice. I like that. Against a team this home team is on a blue turf. P.S. I don't know if you guys watched that Hawaii San Jose game. He was full of cliches.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I no. miss some. I missed I missed Hawaii and San Jose. I was I was gassed by, by UCLA and Fresno
2: State. They wiped me out. Well, I know what was going on at your house at that time of night. What was that? You were sleeping. Nope. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Nice! What a taunt, us. Good job by you, sweet man. I love it when you're cocky like that. Wow, the way you just said that. Nope.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Fresno <laughs> State. Didn't he do and that? UCLA That's was, exactly what he did, didn't he? <laughs> was followed by San Diego State and Utah State. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever you call it. <laughs> <laughs> DJ PK your feedback is coming up next.